Hey guys, welcome back to CNBC Podcast. I'm Aaron. Oh, and I'm Joanna. <laughs> I'm GDF. I'm Rebecca. And today we have a very special guest, but you know, we always say that. Very, very special. We're both Especially special. Ex special, ex special yes. guest today. <laughs> and we have Julie. Woo! Thanks for having me, guys. No, thank you for coming on. Uh, we're really excited to get into your experience uh, with K-pop star and um, what you've been doing and your creative uh, outlets and everything they have to say. So um, our first thing to start off is, can you please tell us about yourself? Uh, you know, school, hobbies, uh, any fun facts, like where do, you, where do you work? Like not too specific because we don't want, you know, people to <laughs> 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 Social security number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mother's maiden name and everything. <laughs> yeah, so hey guys, I'm Ju, and um, I was originally born in South Korea in like the countryside. Um, basically, grew up in Arizona and lived here my entire life or most of my life. Um, I currently uh, work at a food company Ooh. and as a supply planning or supply analyst planner. Um, and it basically means that you are buying the food and distributing to restaurants, schools, movie theaters, et cetera. Um, so that's a whole chunk of my life. And then I graduated from Arizona State and Ooh. I majored so in um, supply chain management and minored in design studies, Ooh. which my creative field. Um, yeah. Yeah. Actually, me and Juha were in the same school and college, but we never had any classes together. Yeah. So. Sad. Mm. Sad. <laughs> all good. All good. But we were in the same or similar dance club. Yes, oh. we were. For like, <laughs> oh, what was the dance club? Was it? It was first. It was the first year, right? Code. Code, yeah, and it was then code. slowly transitioning to AZNA. Yes, shout out to Code and Code ASU. What and is AZNA. Code and AZNA for those the, who don't know? So Code ASU is the. Uh, K-pop dance club at AS, ASU, and um, that's actually where I started dancing uh, in college. And Ju was Ooh. teaching the choreography, oh. mm. so all my the first uh, choreographies that I learned were from, from were from Ju. Yeah. Whoa, Aaron Senpai. <laughs> <laughs> or Ju yeah. Senpai, but Ju it's Senpai. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then AZNA is the uh, the Urban Dance Club over at ASU, um, and also. Very awesome people there too. They all start at the same time as Epic. As nice. Well. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, so you have a pretty diverse uh, creative skill set, um, including singing, dancing, and fashion. So, uh, do you have a favorite? Um, which one, if any, uh, takes more effort out of you to set aside time and to work on? Mm, good question. So actually, singing and dancing just comes naturally. Fun fact, my mom used to be a Korean, like she used to do Korean dancing um, back when she was in high school. And she just loves like lyrical dancing, contemporary. And so I have, I guess, her DNA for that. <laughs> and then my dad, he was in a choir in high school. Oh so, you know, hence why I love singing so much. So our family is kind of from a musical background. So that's how I grew up um, loving just music in general. So that comes naturally for me because it's already embedded and ingrained in my DNA and my life. So I would make YouTube covers um, or, you know, just dance for fun in my room, um, release energy and stress. 
Um, and then for fashion, I grew up loving fashion because I love the way that it can describe who you are. You can distinguish people from their fashion. And I just love the way that it made me feel confident as well as a person. And I started following these other YouTube fashion stars, I guess, like Jenim and uh, Michelle Fawn with like makeup. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Dang. grew up watching them and got super inspired. <laughs> super inspired. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, and do you, so out of the many you have, do you have one that you're focusing on right now? Or um, do you sort of just like kind of dabble in each of them whenever you feel like it? Yeah, more dabble into it. Mm. It's more of my hobbies. I'm trying to make fashion more of my career, hence why I am pursuing a certificate in fashion for Parsons School. Mm. Um, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, and we'll get and we'll explore more into that a little bit later. But uh, we want to ask you, and uh, hopefully you can walk through us about your experience through K-pop star. Um, so, um, what, is K-pop? what is K-pop star? Um, and can you uh, sort of, uh, uh, you know, tell us why you decided to audition? Okay, this is kind of a cool story because originally. I didn't want to audition, but the K-pop star season six writer reached out to me because she found out about my, uh, not Spotify, um, what is that? SoundCloud? Yeah, SoundCloud, because I would post covers there. Wait, that's so so cool. She found my SoundCloud and then she started stalking me on Facebook. (laughs) That's so creepy. (laughs) Yeah, so when she messaged me on Facebook Messenger, I was kind of skeptical because there's a lot of people out there who are recruiting people, but then it's very sketchy and very scammy. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it was a scam. And I I actually investigated her. I was like, (laughs) what is your job role? What do you do for a living? (laughs) Um, Why did you reach out to me? (laughs) Exactly. And she's like, oh, she even took pictures of herself and her k-pop crew saying that hey we found you and we we would really appreciate if you auditioned in la for us um and it was kind of funny because i was there was like a thought of oh maybe i should audition for fun you know who knows what can happen and there was a friend his name is daniel he told me hey you should audition with me like let's do it together so I thought about it, but then I backed out last minute because I was like, I don't really want to make K-pop star a career, but it would be a good experience. So that's why I tried um, with the backup of the writer of K-pop star who told me to audition. So that was like my motivation to try, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, and can you walk us through the process of K-pop star? So um, what are the levels and sort of the... Uh, what do you have to get? What are, what are the sort of the steps you have to go through in order to, I don't know, do you win the thing at the end? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So what, 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 what do you have to do in order to win the thing? Yeah, so I haven't gone past level three or stage three, but I can tell you the first stage and the second stage since mm. I've gone through that. But you win, I believe, one million one. Um, and also, you get a massage chair and <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> your own record label. 
Yeah. Oh, mm. I'm worrying for the massage chair, yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah, so when I first went, I went in the mindset of not even passing the first or second stage. I had the mindset of, oh, I'm going to um, probably not make it the first stage because there were so many people around me. I think there was like five 5,000 people or yeah, 5,000 people who were sitting on, in those chairs and they were all singing. And I was like, oh my gosh, these people are so talented. I'm definitely not gonna, you know, pass the first stage. But <laughs> um, it was funny because like, as we were practicing, um, my mom said the same thing. She's like, you're not gonna pass the first stage. <laughs> so <laughs> while we were waiting to, for me to audition, we were looking up Koreatown's best food places <laughs> um, so we can, you know, after just failing the first stage that we can go out and eat. And, what a way you know. to distract yeah, yourself. <laughs> so we literally had everything planned to just go eat afterwards because we didn't think we would make it or I would make it that far. But um, the first stage, you basically had to prepare two songs um, of like 30 second snippets. Um, the first song, you, it's like your actual song that you audition, but if the judges, there's three judges, if they don't like it, then they would ask you to sing the second song that you prepared. Mm. And it was really scary because there was a line of chairs and then the audition room, and being in the line of chairs, my hands were sweating so much. Like I was so scared because you can hear the people auditioning too, and there are people, and the judges were like, criticizing or saying like oh. you can hear everything so oh my it just yeah. makes you even more scared like you're already scared enough but yeah. you're even more scared and um yeah i heard like one of the judges being like like sh he would cut her off and be like nope sorry pass like they were very strict oh, very harsh. yeah very harsh and so yeah that's what i went in for i went in they told me to stand in an x on the x and then there was a camera right in front of me. They wanted to record the audition process. Mm -hmm. And then the guy, apparently he was the K-pop star producer, PD. He told me, all right, what is your first song? Or he told me, introduce yourself. And then I told them my name, age, and then all that. How old were you at the time? I was a sophomore in college, so 19. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I did that. My audition song was Someone Like You by Adele. Mm. Nice. And then my second song was a Korean song by, um, uh, oh my gosh, Brain Fart. <laughs> she sings a lot of OSTs in Korean dramas. Gummy? Uh, no. no. Kim Do you know what dra K drama she sings on? Like Iris and. Oh. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I was wondering I watch think Iris. it's Park Ji-young. Um, oh. And it's Sarang Anhe. Oh. Yeah, but... Love Anhe. Excuse my very elementary Korean. <laughs> oh, I love the effort. <laughs> yeah, so after singing the first song, Someone Like You, he's like... I've heard too many American songs. Can you sing a Korean song? So luckily I prepared the second one. And I, um, cause 
there's no music and you have to do it on the spot. But on the second song, I sang the wrong note. Like it was too high. I started off too high oh. and then my voice cracked and then I was like, I'm screwed, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> but he said, no, I really like your tone. Can you sing another song or like keep going? Um, and so I sang Isn't She Lovely by Stevie Wonder. Uh, yes. And uh. they were like, okay, okay. They were like nodding their head, looking at oh. each other. Oh. And I was kind of like, okay. I mean, I completely messed up on the second song. But they were like, okay. Um, you pass the second round and get ready for another song to prepare, whatever. And I was very confused. (laughs) No harsh comments. (laughs) Yeah, and they're like, we really um, love your tone of voice and we want to hear more of it. So that's why I passed um, to the second round. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't prepare any other songs because I thought that I would, you know, not make it to Mm -hmm. this first round. You wanted to go eat. (laughs) I thought I was going to go eat, but... Yeah, I didn't eat anything, so I'm hungry, oh, no. I'm hangry, I'm <laughs> yeah. tired. And also, for the first round, I had to wait approximately like five hours <gasps> before I went in. Because oh. there's like 5,000 oh people God. audition. Wow. Yeah. Dang. So I didn't eat anything. And so during, they, had, they told me, you have two hours to prepare another song and you have to memorize all of it. And it has to be a song like from beginning to end. Whoa. And so that's what I did. I try to look up, you know, pop songs and also um, like Korean OST songs and, mm-hmm. you know, a bunch of songs where I can show them my strengths. But um, yeah, anyways, uh, so it's been a total of 10 hours that I've waited. Oh my God. Your mom is probably thinking like, man, I just really want to go eat. Past <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. dinner time. <laughs> Um, So actually, because of that, um, because we didn't eat the entire day, uh, we were just going to come home that night of, but we stayed another day in L.A. because we haven't done our plans um, that (laughs) day. We need to do our eating plans. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, But the the people who made the second round was 10 people and I was one of them (gasps) out of 5,000. Wow. Wow. Dude, that's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. And how do you feel? Oh, how did you feel? How did you feel? Correct. Yeah. The, so I felt very honored to be honest. I didn't feel like I deserved Mm. moving on to the next round because actually because there was so many waiting, so much waiting time, um, I got to talk to other auditioners and what their story was. And I think that was my favorite part, honestly. And actually, the guy who waited before me, you know how I told you I was waiting in the chairs? Uh-huh. He actually auditioned the K-pop star season one, oh. and he made it to um, Korea, like Whoa. moving on to the third round. But when I, when I moved on to the second round, he wasn't there. So I was very confused, like, Mm. oh, wow, this auditioning process isn't about just talent. It's about, like, what doors are opening for some people and what doors are closing for some Mm -hmm. others. Or maybe even it's timing, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was a very interesting experience. Um, Once I passed the second round, 
I was one of the three that passed it to the third round. Mm. Um, and what did you sing in the second round? Um, I, so I don't remember because I think I was too nervous. Oh. Um, I don't remember the second round like process. Mm -hmm. This I think, is a blur. Yeah, it's just a blur. I think I was hungry and tired and I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> fair <laughs> Which enough. Which is understandable. Very yeah. fair, very fair. Yeah. Um, and then after going into, or after passing the second round, I was one of the three people that made it to the third round. And the third round is when you actually get a free ticket to Korea and fly oh. an audition on broadcast for the three producers, mm. YG, JYP, ah. and Antenna. Oh. <laughs> for those who don't know, who are they? JYP is, <clears throat> excuse me, um, Pak Ji-young. Yeah. yeah, and he made twice, uh, 2 p.m. Wonder Girls. Got seven Wonder Girls. Yeah. 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 yeah, those yeah. famous groups. Produce a lot of songs for Iowa. I'll be quiet now. <laughs> <laughs> I know all of my like second gen K pop trivia. Yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> I'll be quiet now, sorry. <laughs> yeah, and the YG is Black Pink, Big Bang. Oh, help me winner. out. <laughs> Icon winner, um, 21. 21. Yep. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's a pop quiz for Jew right now. I know. <laughs> I can't YG. think of it on the yeah. spot. From K-pop star. Yeah, Octo I just musician. looked up K-pop star winners. There's like Octo Musician. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah. um, Sam Kim went through K-pop star. Yeah. Sam Who Kim else? is in Antenna. Lehigh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Jay, I think from Day6. Oh, really? Also, didn't he also go through K-pop star? I think so. Yeah. Big so names, they're basically super popular yeah. producers. They're very Korea. successful like k-pop artists mm -hmm. very mm. successful yeah i realized that every um, music show is different because some music shows will say that a good singer is if you just sing high notes all the time mm. um, k-pop star wanted to find someone who was unique um, mm. in their voice of tone uh, what their lifestyle's like and um, how can you stand out from others? Like they were looking for a star rather than a good singer. Mm. The X Factor. Oh. The other singing show. <laughs> the other singing show <laughs> on the other side of the world. Yep. <laughs> ah, that's awesome. So um, did you have to do this while you were still in school? Like it was still during the semester and everything? Yes, but it was fall break. Oh. So I did it. The weekend of fall break and it yeah worked out um i was very lucky to have la so close by mm -hmm. and experience all of that um and also falling in the weekend of fall break and it all just happened very naturally did you ever think about like what would what would have happened if you had passed that third round and you would have gotten that ticket to go to korea and like do you, did you ever think about like I don't know, like what, what are your, what are your plans there, and and like, you know, what happens even if when, when you when you win the thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, did you ever like, you know, fantasize and like, you know, think about like, like ahead in the future of what might happen? Definitely, I wanted to win that massage chair and one <laughs> million. It's not about the album, yeah. Yeah. it's the massage not chair. Not the record label, it's the massage chair. Very realistic. Yeah. <laughs> I love it.
Yeah, and then when you win the record label, the singer or the contestants gets to choose which uh, producer they want to be with. And I wanted to choose JYP. Mm. Uh, I really like him as a producer and all of his other groups. Um, so what happened? So the visa situation happened. Like I told you guys in the beginning of the podcast, I was born in South Korea. And I came to the States with an E2 visa, which is when your parents have a business visa and they can stay in the States because they have a business. So um, because I was also in the middle of applying for a green card, so I wasn't a permanent green card resident yet, but I was in the waiting stages. So I was a temporary um, resident. Mm -hmm. And if you're in a temporary state, then you aren't allowed to go to another country for more than six months or else your visa will end. Mm. And or your green card, waiting for your green card will end. Um, and I had to, I, I now have my green card, but I had to wait for my green card for 18 years. Oh my gosh. Yep. And I didn't, I think because of that roadblock, that's why I couldn't go to Korea, actually. So I did get a ticket, a free ticket to fly to Korea. But because of my visa situation, mm -hmm. I couldn't go. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I would have made the third round, to be honest. <laughs> there were way, way too many talented people on that show. Um, but yeah, actually, when I got my free ticket, the... K-pop star, writers, producers, like cameraman, all was like on set and they were recording my interview process mm -hmm. because they asked me questions. Oh, um, they were like kind of tricking me. They were like doing a surprise because I, I had no idea why I was there because I didn't know I passed the third round. Mm -hmm. So they were like, oh, can, can you and your mom come to this park in LA? And um, <laughs> we just want to interview you how the process was. And I was like, okay this is weird and then i the i told you about the writer her name is jinju the jinju writer she sat on the bench and um got her journal out and she's like i gotta show you something and then she opens the journal and it was like a korean ticket yeah. but i was so confused i was like why is she showing me a piece <laughs> of paper <laughs> i had no idea it was a ticket because i didn't know i passed to the third round and she's like, you're going to Korea and aud audition for all the producers. And then I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Okay. I looked, I turned to my mom and I turned to the writer and I couldn't believe it. I was like, is this real life? Am I dreaming right <laughs> yeah. now? Yeah. And then all of a sudden the cameraman and all the crew, the K-pop crew, like came out from like, the playground. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh they're like, hiding in the playground. Like, like coming out. Camera. Yeah, hidden camera. That's so funny. And they're like, surprise. Like, Aww. we, you're actually going to Korea to audition. Aww. And I think, like, you don't realize those feelings and emotions until you process it. Mm -hmm. So once I process it, there's like immediate tears in my eyes. Because I didn't think I deserved any of it. But then for me to even have that privilege, I was like, oh, man. You know, this is really awesome opportunity, mm. but that's 
but sadly I couldn't go because of my yeah. visa. Okay. But I learned so much from it, from the process. And it allowed me to know that I can try anything um, and I don't have to fear anything. Just, you know, go in the direction that you want. Like, let's say, for example, if you really want to, I don't know, do a YouTube channel, like don't think about the results, but just enjoy the process and go through it because it's something that you're passionate about and you want to try it. Yeah. Um, I feel like life is too short and, you know, try the things that you want to and don't let fear take that away from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that a lot. I mean, I think I deeply believe that if you, if, if it wasn't for the visa issue, I think you would have passed the round three as well. Because, I mean, you, oh thought, <laughs> you thought you didn't pass first round, but then you don't know what other people think about you. And like you said earlier, like, just, just enjoy the process of mm-hmm. it. And I really like that quote from you. Oh, thank yeah. you. I like that you said that your mom came with you. Like, what, what was your parents' initial reaction when you told them about, oh, yeah. you know, K-pop star? Like, and the fact that your mom came with you, I feel like that shows like a lot of support. Yeah, definitely. Um, she's a very cool mom. She's yeah. very supportive in any decision I make. Um, always encouraging me to try new things, um, going out of my comfort zone. And when I told her, hey, the writer actually reached out saying that I should try. And she's like, try it. <laughs> Why don't you That's go awesome. for it? Um, this is something that you always wanted. And I was like, okay, like, what about school? And like, I'm thinking about, but what about this? And what about that? But she's like, just think about that later. Just mm-hmm. see the opportunity in front of you and just go for it. And then think about those later, you know? And then um, while she was waiting for me like five hours, 10 hours, right? <laughs> she was like telling me, stop comparing yourself to others. Cause that's what I, I kept doing. Mom, did you listen to her? Like she can reach a note that I can't. And like, oh my gosh, like she's dancing, singing and rapping. That's like the triple threat. Like <laughs> I can't do that, you know? And yeah, she's very encouraging. That's awesome. That's like very, like very opposite to uh, other parents. Like at least for my parents, I think like if they knew, I think they would have said like, oh yeah, that's a cool opportunity, but like you got to think about your future, you know, like, financial security and like all the other stuff so i think that's like a tremendous support from your family from your parents yeah my mom would be like you can't sing (laughs) 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 but they are the biggest critics like if i would sing (laughs) something they're like oh this song doesn't match your voice like don't sing (laughs) this so she when we were when i was picking songs she would be the one to listen and give me honest feedback because she wasn't like sugarcoating everything she's like oh i think this song will actually make you through the second round or something like that yeah yeah i think i would appreciate that though like the honest truth rather than yeah like oh you can do it come on yeah (laughs) that reminds me of my mom because i just remember one time in high school i was like singing in the shower and then i come out of the shower and my mom is like you shouldn't sing like that. You're hurting your voice. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> back, goes back into the shower. I'm like, like the go back in the shower and try oh, again. Gosh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Mom, I've been in the shower for an hour. Then it's over. So one thing I'm curious about is like, 
when you found out about the visa situation, I would imagine that was like really disappointing and probably caused a lot of like anger and sadness because this thing is out of your hands completely. Mm -hmm. So can you talk about like that process of letting go and how you were able to grieve over that like missed opportunity and also keep moving forward? Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, well, first of all, like I didn't stop trying. Uh, I went to the UCSIS, like the international, the one that gives you the green card. I went there for two weeks straight every day, writing an appeal, oh. um, asking for an expedite of my green card, mm -hmm. or can I get a temporary green card of like where, exception. yes, an exception. Um, and even the writer told the K-pop producer to write um, an, a letter in English so that I can present it to the international office. Um, we did everything that we can, but it was so weird because, like I said, the doors and the opportunity was like closing. So I am Christian, and so of course I was asking God, why did you open this door of the writer contacting me to even audition when it's something that I can't even grasp mm -hmm. um, later on? Like you knew this was happening. But I realized when I'm, now that I'm looking back, it was actually for me to, I mean, there's definitely probably more lessons um, he probably wanted to teach me, but the initial lesson that I learned from that experience was enjoy the process. Like, don't look at the results and outcome and the fruit at all times. Like, be present. Um, enjoy um, singing, um, even though you're not a K-pop singer. Enjoy um, cooking or whatever, um, even though you're not like a Michelin chef yeah. in you know, a hotel. It's not about, I realize it's not about the outcome and how much money you make, um, but it's the value in the talent that you have and enjoying that um, and the talents and gifts that he gave you. So that's what I learned from it. Um, and I got to meet other auditioners too and be inspired by them and made a lot of new friends asking them, oh, do you have a YouTube channel or can I know your SoundCloud? Um, what do you do? What do you like to do for fun? Like, how did you even decide to come here in an audition? Um, oh, also, I met. Um, so this my friend's girlfriend was also like kind of into K-pop. And I met her at a Korean barbecue place. And I just met her through a mutual friend. Right. But in L.A., I saw her across the room and I was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she we were honestly like talking at the Korean barbecue place like, oh, you like K-pop? I like K-pop. Like, did you hear about the K-pop star audition? And we were just like laughing, thinking like, oh, what if we auditioned? Like kind of joking around. <laughs> and then we saw each other across the room and we we're like, what are you doing? You weren't joking doing? around. <laughs> I thought you were, were joking. You, I, I thought uh, you were joking. Yeah. yeah so a lot of... What, what it's like the Spider-Man meme. <laughs> like pointing at each other. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, so a lot of interesting things just happened during that entire experience and process. Um, but don't regret any of it at all, for sure. Mm. 
I'm not sure if that answered your question. That was awesome. <laughs> well, um, we thank you so much for sharing with us that experience with Hip Hop Star, and um, it's just awesome to hear from that. Yeah. Um, so moving into you, so you mentioned earlier that you were studying uh, online streetwear essentials um, at the Parsons uh, School of Design and Complex. So what made you want to decide? What made you decide to want to um, study, and why at uh, Parsons? Yes, so I, like I said, I really love fashion, but I wanted fashion to be, I want, I want to produce later on um, a business where I can allow fashion to make another person feel confident. Um, so that's like my, kind of my vision, but it hasn't been planned out like a blueprint yet. Um, but that's just a dream, a vision. And streetwear, was something that I really like on myself um, because not only the physical aspect of it, like just wearing a cloth on your body, um, I really like the community of streetwear. Mm -hmm. Like they, if you look into the history of streetwear, there's like skaters, um, urban, and just so much more, right? And they came together because they looked at each other and was like, Hey, you wore the same. You wear the same thing as me. Like, let's be friends. You know, yeah. Um, like that kind of community and skaters who would vibe on like, oh, like where'd you get those shoes? Like, you want to be friends? Things like that. Um, so like Supreme and like, um, what other things like Christian Essentials, like uh, Fear of God, mm -hmm. those things like people come together because they love fashion like there's that community aspect um so i'm losing my train of thought <laughs> all good, all good. um what, could you repeat the question oh what made you uh, also want to choose parsons as the school you wanted to enroll into yes so my friend he had a friend who went to Parsons School, but Yellow Brick and Parsons decided to collab with each other and create um, the certificate for mm -hmm. entrepreneurs or people who wanted to expand their knowledge on streetwear or fashion in general, or people or students who can't even afford a semester of school and um, utilizes this certificate to expand um, their careers and whatnot. Um, so I didn't even know about this course until my friend told me about it. And it was like, you know, those Instagram ads that you scroll through. Yeah. Apparently They're he, <laughs> <laughs> they, know. <laughs> they know. <laughs> yeah. He found it through Instagram. Like his friend, his friend found it through Instagram. And so when I told my friend that, uh, I really want to go into a career of streetwear and fashion, he introduced me to this course. Yeah, it's awesome. And what is the coolest thing you have learned or you're learning right now uh, in this course? Um, definitely the history aspect. Um, I didn't know there was such root to fashion. And also being able to create your own graphic, like t-shirts, they tell you to, oh, create your own graphic t-shirt. If you had a store, like, um, what would what is your vision? What would you like to do with it? Um, and then also, I really like how different real life fashion entrepreneurs like come to interview, and I can see like their whole 
entire life process and be inspired by it. It's awesome. Do you have any inspirations? Like uh, people in particular you look up to in their uh, in their kind of design and design style. Yeah. So I really like. Um, I feel so bad. I forgot his name. I'm really bad <laughs> with names. Um, but it's this guy who is the what did it? The king of denim. I think that was his like mm-hmm. name. I forgot. But he. Yeah, got inspired by Calvin Klein and decided to make his own jean company. And now he's c- considered the king of denim. Oh, I forgot his the name. The only thing I can think of is Levi. But <laughs> that was it. I have two designers in my mind. which is like Tinker Hatfield and Virgil Abloh. One is the only two people that I know of in the yeah. fashion world. But Is it like, does he make Japanese, like use Japanese denim or anything like that? Yeah. Um, okay. I think... It, I'm not the too familiar with denim, but I do love yeah. the denim world. I do like, mm-hmm. I do like a good denim. I love jeans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I'll look it up. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it'll come back later yeah. when. Yeah. yeah. Has that um, so going through this course has that changed how you've gone like buying clothes or um, your shopping and what you're looking for? Um, do you think there's been a and also do you think there's been a change in how uh, how you've been like dressing and like what ways of how that's been how you've been intentionally like kind of applying what you've been learning. Hmm. So that was a lot of questions in one, but <laughs> let me it's know okay. if you can. Let me know if you need a reminder. It was funny that you brought it up because one of our guests before, Shelby, oh, she's yeah. also very in, uh, into fashion, yeah, uh, yeah. streetwear. I'm not sure about, is it streetwear or? Uh, just, she just likes thrifting. Looks, yeah, and, yeah, like, and she thrifting. like loves thrifting a lot. Love so um, yeah, so like, I guess we we're wondering like, do you, did this course or like the fashion design element affect you like how you shop your clothes or like how you picked uh, pick your clothes like specifically from like thrift store or like what kind of mm-hmm. like how do you do pick your clothing I guess yeah I think I pick my clothing without planning if that makes sense I used mm. to like plan the night before what should <laughs> I wear yeah. and then I end up not wearing it the next day you know <laughs> um, but I feel like even fashion is an aspect of art and like art you just have to kind of create and like go with the flow and so when I pick clothes I go with like my initial reaction or gut reaction like ooh, like I really like this you know that feeling yeah because it really depends on like how you're feeling that day Uh what Mm -hmm. colors like stand out yeah and I would I guess label my fashion as comfortable and baggy but fashionable (laughs) I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I try to pick out stuff that just makes me feel good and like comfortable in my own skin. Because when I try to like copy another person's fashion, like I just don't feel like myself, yeah. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I shop or thrift shop, um, I just look for things that I know that I will like instead of, oh, what will the person think of me if I wore that? Mm. yeah so with with streetwear is this something that you want to work for like a company that's similar like works under the streetwear industry or do you want to create like your own brand yeah that's definitely in the works right now yeah um so i am in the limbo stage of what do i even want to use this certificate Mm -hmm. for because originally my original plan was to work for 
a beauty company or a fashion company as a supply supply planning um, analyst to like buy clothes for them and buy fabric for them. But then I kind of wanted to go in a different direction too, like long-term. I kind of want to create my own business too yeah. and hire different people who have talents that I need. Um, yeah, but still thinking about it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, that was super cool. <laughs> yeah, that kind of seamlessly transitions into our uh, looking into the future and everything like that. So um, looking to entrepreneurship and everything like that. Um, so do you, I guess, what kind of what kind of work do you expect to see yourself doing like a year from now, or like five years? Like, um, you do is it still within um, like doing supply chain or is it um, more like like you said uh, combining both fashion and the supply chain like you know disciplines that you've been learning mm -hmm. I would I think a year before or even more than that I would be like a planner like I was a person of planning things like like I like I told you before how I was how, how I would plan what to wear the, the <laughs> night before like you know and um but nowadays I feel like a person of kind of going with the flow mm. and so I honestly don't really think that far ahead like five years <laughs> yeah so Bum. it's like I kind of have a vague idea of mm. what I'll be doing in five years but it's not set in stone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go with the flow. Mm-hmm. And how do you stay motivated to pursue your goals? Is it, um, do you have like a certain ritual, routine, or um, what, do you, what, what, do you, what do you do to stay motivated? I guess my mantra in life is like trying to serve others as much as mm -hmm. you can. Like give value to the people around you as much as you can. And it actually gives me more benefit. Like, the more I give, like, the, the more that I receive, to be honest. I think when you're in that mindset of, like, oh, me, 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 and, like, only serving for myself, it's just not only toxic, but you're not getting anywhere. And I, I like, literally wake up because I'm excited to, like, love on someone and, like, give to someone. And I think that gives me a lot of energy and motivation to start the day too. Like for example, uh, my current work, I'm working from home, but I love to give my talents and values to the company because I mean, they're making more profit, you know? Yeah. Um, just things like that. Awesome. Um, you guys, and do, is there any more questions that we have from the rest of you? You upkeep like your YouTube channel or SoundCloud? Like, yeah, uh, YouTube channel. Oh, okay. Is <laughs> it what do you do in the is this just covers or? Yeah, mostly worship covers. I'll have I hey. have one vlog in there, I think. There's some dance Ooh. covers in there. Oh, yeah. So, guys, <laughs> I have actually like four other YouTube covers or YouTube channels that nice. are inactive. <laughs> 
Yeah. Four? I feel bad. That's <laughs> me in blogs. I, like, write ten things, and mm. I'm like, next blog. I can't do it anymore. I need a refresh. And then, like... <laughs> yeah. So I'll make it public when I hit, like, ten posts. Mm. I, I literally said, said that, that exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, now we're going to move into kind of uh, some rapid-fire questions, some uh, questions that you know about but then uh, don't know about and that we, mm. just, we just love asking because we want just to just get your first thoughts on it. Okay, so our first one. The my rule of thumb is to answer quick. Yeah, answer don't quick. Don't even think about okay. it. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. You don't, you don't have to answer that quick. <laughs> 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 it's no pressure at all. Um, but my first one is your favorite song right now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's okay. I really suck with pressure. That's oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. We would have done practice before. It's not a rapid fire. It's a slow It's like a, yeah, it's ocean. like a more like a... Mm. Stressful. Slow-moving ocean. Yeah. Wait, can I say a genre? Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, because I just listened to this playlist over and over again, but it's lo-fi, like Christian hey, lo-fi. Yeah. I really like Montel Fish's. Oh, yeah. oh bless. So Montel good. Fish is doing so much for Dude. Christian music right now. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan Ogden. So mm-hmm. good. Oh, yeah. Apparently, like, his song ideas come from his quiet times. And I'm like, oh, what? Oh, that's so wow. creative. That's beautiful. Oh. Morning person or night person? Like, would you rather stay up late or wake up really early? Morning person. But I can't wake up early. <laughs> <laughs> you like sleeping in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I'm a morning like person morning. because I like to sleep in the morning. Yeah, I thrive at 3 p.m. for some reason. Ooh, oh. cannot really. Like in the oh. middle of the day. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's like perfect nap that's time. Like, yeah, <laughs> really? That's when my brain is like an energy down. that's like being like nested in your body and it's just coming out at 3 p.m. That's funny. Uh, what type of, so it might be similar to my first, to my, the first one, but what's your type of music that you groove to that just gets you in the mood to dance? Oh, Chris Brown, um, what is it called? Something Ch- Chinatown or, or Oh uh, Fine China. Fine China. China. Yeah. Yep. Oh Fine China by Chris Brown. Groovy. Yeah, that was a pretty groovy song. Yeah. Yeah. Coffee or tea? Coffee. <laughs> hey, let's go. Even though we're drinking tea right now. <laughs> coffee. I mean, yeah, we're drinking tea right now. Thanks to you. What's your coffee shop order? Um New coffee shop. You walk in. What are you gonna order? Okay. A latte with whole milk and taste of lavender or Ooh. like syrup, lavender syrup. Going for the whole milk. Dang. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Comfort food. Um, tenjang jjigae. It's a Korean oh, soybean soup. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, so oh. Good. This might be just me being hungry. Are we just asking about food now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you guys are making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're not going to keep her for too long. <laughs> She's going to get angry. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll, then final one. Uh, any advice for fellow creatives like you? Be consistent. Um, find joy in the work that you do. Or at least keep reminding yourself of that joy and why you first started. And don't give up. <laughs> yeah awesome. I like that mm-hmm. awesome oh, well thank you so much Ju for coming on our show today and coming yeah, on this she episode. is so sweet yeah. that she brought us all an iced tea uh, iced peach, peach <laughs> tea <laughs> lemonade yeah. so and it was good. a tongue twister why are Starbucks names all <laughs> so, so long yeah 
Yeah. Where so can we find you on social media? My Instagram is Julie Lee, so J U L E E L E E. And then my YouTube channel is, you can just type in Julie Cover. Um, and Julie is not one word, it's Ju and then Lee. Yes. yes, my first name is Ju and my last name is Lee. Get it right or we'll <laughs> find you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, my parents didn't do that on purpose though. It just happened naturally because my oh. Korean name is Ju Hyun. Um, and then no one in, in America apparently could pronounce Hyun for some reason. Hyun. Oh, Hyun. Hyun. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, See, there's a couple people. Apparently... <laughs> there's a couple people in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they just took out the Hyun part, and then my last name is Lee, so it's like Julie. Yeah, people mm. in work call me Julie for some reason, but. <laughs> like, you're, you're right ish, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on, and we'll see the rest. Well, we'll see, because you guys are listening. <laughs> we'll be back next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.